Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. Overall, homeschool kids do really well. So talk about what your research really has um, taught you, what it tells us as, you know, the world of homeschooling. The first thing that happened in my research, and I, I want to mention, and I, I mentioned this a bit earlier, that I'm going to talk a lot about my research, but there are a lot of other people studying homeschooling now. There was a time when there were very, very few of us, and I knew all their names, basically, you know, but now there are dozens, if not hundreds of people around the world studying sure. homeschooling. So in the, in the early days of the modern homeschool movement, we'll put that in context because homeschooling, you know, is thousands of years old. People just wanted to know, well, who are they? You know, what, what do they, quote, look like? You know, what are their demographics? And so <laughs> we, were, we were just asking questions like, well, how old are you, parent? How many children do you have? What's your ethnicity, background? What's your education level? What's your family income? You know, just all those basic statistics everybody kind of wants to know about a group of people so we can, you know, so we can generalize and so we can pigeonhole you, so we can have a, a measure of central tendency. So th that was the first, you know, phase of research. And and way back in, you know, 25, 30 years ago, it, it looked pretty like in America, I'm sp talking about United States, okay. It looked pretty much, you know, I kind of like, Overall middle classish, um, overall disproportionately white Anglo, overall, you know, maybe just a little bit more education level of the parents than the general public. It kind of like that. That was now remember, whenever we say generalizations, there's always a variety. Because, you know, to get an average, you have to have one end and the other end. So people just always have to remember sure. that. Okay, way back then also we wanted to know, well, all right, this is what they kind of quote look like, but how is it possible? that people who are not government certified teachers could possibly teach their children anything like academics, you know? So we, we wanted to ask that question. How are they doing academically? And even though we can have all kinds of debates about achievement tests, let's face it, people still use achievement tests in the public schools in the private schools. And in some states, it's actually, you know, by law, you're supposed to do that. So we started looking at academic achievement test scores and right from the very get go, we were finding that homeschool children on average were, you know, 15 to 25 percentile percentile points above the public school average, which is 50. And if you're not familiar with wow. test scores, you know, go study it. But 50th percentile is average. That doesn't mean 50 percent correct on a test. It just means if you're, if you're at the 50th, you did better than 50 percent of the kids and you did worse than 50 percent of the kids, roughly. Right. right. <laughs> so. You know, that's what we found. And others started finding the same thing. Now, as the research world kind of progressed, we wanted to have more sophisticated studies. But also, then people asked, as you know, Yvette, everybody kind of knows, the S question. Right. What about socialization? socialization? <laughs> everybody knows it. It's, it's a big inside joke in the homeschool world. Uh, and, and so, yeah. Well, what about that? Okay, so, you know, all for, for the last, whatever, 100, now 20 years, most kids have been institutionalized to be with, you know, same age peers, plus or minus 11 months their age. So what's going to happen to them if they're not doing that all day? So a lot of researchers, I did much less of that kind of research. So I might, I might have asked quantitative things like, you know, what are the activities your children are involved in? How many per week? Whatever. I asked kind of quantitative approaches to that. Sure. But others did other research like, 
Well, what about self-concepts, so, uh, self-esteem? What about actual behaviors acting out too aggressively or not assertively mm-hmm. enough? And all these different studies, fascinating studies, fascinating studies. But when I did a review of research a few years back, 87%, 87% of the studies, peer-reviewed studies, found that homeschool students were better in terms of social and emotional development than their institutional hmm. school peers. You know, so, and if we have time, maybe you could ask me why, okay, if we get to that. I do want to know why, but my question also is, are you, as you're doing this research, obviously you're researching homeschool families. Are you also at the same time researching public school, private school families with the exact same questions? Okay, so the way most of this research works is, okay, so if you do a standardized achievement test and you put that in your studies, okay, already you have Mm -hmm. the norm for public school students because that that is the norm for that test. So the average is 50. So then you would just mainly collect data on homeschool kids. Now, a few researchers, this takes more time and it usually takes more money uh, if you could get, you know, fresh, brand new test data score scores from both homeschool and institutional school at the same time. A few studies mm-hmm. have done that, but that's a lot more intensive. And it takes, like I said, it takes money to spend all the time getting all that together. Let's say there's an inventory or, you know, most people call them a test. All right, let's just call it a test. A test that deals with self-concept, right? Well, already researchers have developed these tests. And they do what's called studies of validity and reliability on these tests. So they exist out there. And already, mainly, it's being used on public school children. So you have the scores and the norming group for those children. So now you pull in. Let's say it's been normed for 9 to 12-year-olds. So now some researcher goes and gets a bunch of 9 to 12-year-old homeschool kids and gives them the same inventory and compares them to that norm group. That's one way. Mm -hmm. And the other way, just like an achievement, you could have live, brand new, fresh subjects in the study. You know, it could be a group of 25 Mm -hmm. homeschool children and 25 public school children and watch them, see how they interact, behave, play, don't play, fight, all those things. I mean, it's kind of fun to be a researcher (laughs) because you get to do all of that. Uh, So it's both. It's it's pre, it's preset scores from tests that have been developed already. And sometimes it's fresh, brand new data comparing the two groups live on the spot. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.